0: This is How to Write a Grant uh, with Dina, Laura,
1: and Ellie, and no awkward pauses.
0: Maybe I'll edit the pause out, probably not. <laughs> and um, this is episode five, six, six, I think we're six? at six. Yeah. This is an episode with a number. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're going to be talking about
1: stuff today. So you got our question? I do have our question. Go for and it. Um, I'm tailoring it to the topic of our podcast, which you will probably figure out. So, when you're assembling your grant writing team, who should be on it, both human and animal? Okay. So we'll get back to that question eventually, maybe. It's a little weird. Um, I wanted to make it relevant. Who's going to be on your grant writing team? But no, we're talking about pets today.
0: Well, we are gonna talk a little bit about pets and our favorite pets and weird pet stories and exploding kittens, the new game
2: that we haven't played yet. But But mm-hmm. well, we heard about it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> now we need to play it. Yes. So so Dana, did you grow up with pets?
0: No, I absolutely grew up with no pets. Really? Wow. My parents hate animals. Wow. Um they like the idea of pets and animals somewhere out there, like my mom will buy my cat that I have now, like treats or whatever, but I was not allowed to have a pet growing up, um, which is why I think me and my siblings now have like a combined amount of like eight pets.
2: So did you want a pet when you were a kid?
0: Absolutely. I begged for a cat from the time I was very small. And my parents told me when I was like eight, they would get me a cat, which was a lie. I hope
2: you still hold that over their heads. Oh, all the
0: time. Thank, Thank
2: you. I mean, <laughs> like, I think the first
0: adult thing I did was adopt my cat. And I was like, I've always wanted a cat. Um, I used to pretend to be a cat when I was little, too. I could that that. explains
2: why Milo acts
0: that way. <laughs> have you? No, you've never seen Juniper act like a cat now constantly. I'm Juniper also acts like a cat constantly, but we have cats, so I'm not really sure what her deal is.
2: Competition. Just
0: a free spirit. Maybe. Yeah, she is definitely a free,
1: free spirit. What about you, Ellie? Did you have pets growing up? So, similar to your parents, my dad did not want us to have a pet because he's allergic to cats and dogs. However, was that, it true.
2: It is true. Okay.
1: However, that did not stop my mom first from adopting a cat, so we had an outdoor cat when dad I mom in New York, because we had, like, a, a screened-in porch, so uh-huh. it, would, it was, like, safe enough, to like get wouldn't get eaten by foxes. That I used cat. to live in a more rural area.
2: That so, cat was so lucky, he it got its own little...
1: My God. Yeah, and he did not like me. He was like, get out of my <laughs> space, other child. Um, when did they get you? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I think Rocky actually came first, so, wait. Huh. But then, I realized wanted a dog so then we moved to Pennsylvania when I was 10.
2: Just to get a dog?
1: No but I think it was just before we moved my mom finally after me working for my whole like nine years of life and her working for their like 10 years of marriage to convince him that there were hypoallergenic dogs we were able to find a dog that didn't shed and then we adopted it and now my dad is obsessed with the dog and it's like
2: really cute. Oh the dog is still around.
1: Yeah, he's 17 and a half. Whoa! Is he he small or big? He's small. His name is Rocky. What kind of dog is he? He's like some sort of mix of a poodle and a bichon and a fluffy little cloud
2: thing. Is it white? Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: He's super cute and old.
2: Your dad or the dog?
1: I mean both.
2: Okay. (laughs) So I have to
0: ask, (laughs) since you're an only child, You want the dog or did you want a
1: sibling more? Oh my god, that's a funny story. So (laughs) go ahead. Baby Ellie, let's say like four year old Ellie really wanted an older brother. Very specifically, older. That's pretty hard. Yes. So once my mom explained to me the not like the details of the process, but she's like, that's just not something that can happen for you. I read up on adoption. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> picture, like, you know, four or five-year-old Ellie getting on the internet, because I guess the internet existed when you were that age. No,
1: okay. I, I, my mom was, like, really into me reading. Stop. You went to the library? Stop. Room? What happened? I don't know if I hit record.
0: Oh, I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think you should leave that in. Don't let yeah, Please
1: that. do. Yeah, I definitely hit record. Sorry.
2: Sorry, world. That's
1: hilarious. So I would go to the library a lot, and I just, like, somehow got my hands on, like, two books in a row about adoption. Did you ask? No. The library? I just, like, picked, there were storybooks, there were picture books, and they just happened to be about kids who were adopted, and I was like, look, Mom, like, I can get an older brother after all. And she was like, no. Baby Ellie was very determined. I was, but then four and a half years later, we got a dog, so now he's older than me. Well, well dog <laughs> Yeah. It's like my older brother, who's a grandfather, who, like, has trouble pooping in the right places. <laughs> who might be dying, so... Yeah. That's awkward. Yeah! Let's deal with grief
0: now. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. That's another episode. <laughs>
2: um. Okay, yeah, Laura, did you have pets growing up? I did. I had um, a couple of dogs, no, three dogs growing up, not at the same time. Two of them, yes. Uh, my sister actually... Had so many pets, they all died, which I think is odd. (laughs) Your oldest sister? Well, my youngest sister. She got fish, who never lasted long. Well, um, uh, she cycled through a lot of fish. Even the fighting fish died. Don't ask me how. And and there was nobody fighting it. Maybe that's why it was just long. Well, it, it they died from inability to fight. <them>. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you know, a up to better the name. Game, can't really it. Um, she had a, a number, of, a number of birds, and every time one uh, we had a turtle at one point, and that just like appeared on our step. It just like appeared, so we adopted that, and then he died. And then I, what I thought was really funny was too. So we even buried it in a cigar box, you know. And my sister was upset, and you know, you know, what do you say, you know, you know? So two weeks later, she said to me. I was like, I I don't know what we can do, he might not be around now, because she, because I guess she suddenly thought he went under hibernation or something, but I don't think he's that type of, you know, um, turtle. So I think she had frogs at one point, didn't know what happened to them, but I just remember whenever a pet would die, like the fish or the birds, my mom or my dad would just buy her a new one, so she'd cry for like hours and hours and suddenly there would be a new bird or a new fish and she'd be all excited again.
1: I feel like she shouldn't be allowed to have any more animals after like the 12th <laughs> one. Oh, no. Well
2: that's ironic doesn't she still have a lot of pets? Now okay so she married a guy who's like allergic to everything. I strongly believe to himself too, potentially. And sorry if s- you're listening to this podcast, so, man. I've never met. So um, <laughs> she's saying. decided to adopt a whole clouder of cats outside. There's like a dozen plus, because there's this like wooded area behind her house. So she, you know, uh, you know, she started feeding one, and you know, one turns into a dozen, and now that it's more than a dozen, she uh, not only she has she gotten um, she traps and neuters them and fixes them. Then she also gives them flea medicine, you name it. She brings them for annual (laughs) checkups. I did remind her they were strays, but she is so attached to them.
0: So that's a really good pet-owning story to me. Can I tell you about my friend who's a really bad pet-owner story? Uh, am I going to
2: have regrets about this? No, this is
0: great. So my friend, um, who just recently moved, uh, lived in a very tiny row home in, like, Fish County area. Port... Fishington, somewhere in that general yeah. vicinity and one of her neighbors came up to her with a snake and was like my kids don't want the snake anymore does your family want the snake and she was like yeah sure because her kids have been asking for a pet and this was like her way of like bribing them with a new thing in the house so they adopt a snake they name it they're like oh the snake's the best like we cuddle with it we like hang out with it so they were Prepping their house to paint it, and they took the outlet covers off the wall, and the snake got out, and guess what? The snake wound up in the walls.
2: I think the snake did not like the family.
1: Perhaps. I don't think it
2: being cuddled by children. That's not a
1: snake thing.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure if it was just like warmth of a human was exciting.
2: I have no idea. I'm feeling bad. Fe- I'm feeling like run snake run so like she, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> so the snakes
0: somewhere in the ether now and she's like they were trying to coax it out they used all these like weird methods um they i think they said that like one time they saw it in the kitchen and then it disappeared before they could get it
2: i can imagine the snake holy crap they're back runs back in the wall yeah. Yeah.
0: well can you like also imagine if you were a snake in philly and you went to the wall and you're like oh live food everywhere yeah like Pretty big bugs, mice. Like, I would be super excited if I was a snake, basically. And it's cold. Well, they don't really like cold, but it's dark, which they really do like.
1: There's an episode of Bob's Burgers like that where he gets stuck in the wall. Oh, my God, (laughs) that is such a good
2: episode.
1: Like, that would be a happy life, though. So, yeah, I think it probably was a
0: happy life. So, um, they had not found the snake for, like, six months. Well, they get a phone call from their neighbor who lives several houses down the connecting rows. Guess who showed up in the house? The The snake. snake. Yep. (laughs) So how we did it? Yeah, so you can, like, the walls of um, row homes are connecting. Like, you can go through the foundations if they were all built at the same time or go above. So he made it to the end of the row homes, and he popped his head out. And so my friend's husband, like, went over there. Of course my friend was, like, pissed because she felt like it was her husband's fault for, like, leaving the tank open or, like, the outlet cover off, like, whatever reason. I can't remember what it was. They couldn't get the snake. The snake had already disappeared again. So um, in beginning of June, they sold their house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: On the day they sell their house, they're in upstate New York because they just moved. They get a phone call from that neighbor again. That the snake reappeared. But then the snake or was killed. I'm not sure. The correct story. On uh, the neighbor? I don't know. Oh my so my friend, like, texted me, was like, what should I do? I was like, well, you already sold the house and moved. It's not your problem anymore.
1: Damn, this is like the real housewives of South Philly, like.
0: To be fair, again, like am Port Fishington, somewhere up in those uh, river wards where I don't really go often um it's full of snakes
1: yeah clearly it'll just pop out of the wall
0: could you imagine that though like your neighbor left a snake in the wall sold their house and was like
1: "Bye."
0: <laughs> so i think that's like a bad pet owning story sorry marnie
1: yeah i mean the snake died so i feel like whenever that happens it's not really a good pet owning story but that one's special yeah marnie has a lot of other really great qualities. yes
0: that don't have to deal with Um, owning a snake, luckily. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I've never lost my cats inside my row home, but I have had friends that have had the cats go through a broken part of the wall and wound up
2: in their connecting row homes. Really? Came in through the ceiling You know what I'm finding? That you are the common denominator. That I know a lot of (laughs) weird pet owners.
0: This is very true.
2: Or you're giving everybody... (laughs) bad luck in pet ownership? Perhaps.
0: I mean, the snake thing was recent. The cat thing was a long time ago that
1: they they don't even live in Philadelphia anymore. You know these people do. Also awesome a connecting. Whenever they try and leave you, you curse their pets to like roam through the walls. Man,
0: you got homes. issues. <laughs> well, I've never lost my cats and they're from Philadelphia. So I don't think they're going to leave Philadelphia. Yeah, just don't move. Although one time, speaking of cats and walls, my one cat the younger cat that we rescued out of a car in South Philly, um, like, hid in the engine, and we pulled it out. It was like, oh, why are you trying to save me? <laughs> that cat. Um, she w- went into the access panel to our bathroom. And when you go in the access panel, you can go in. Our tub isn't, like, uh, freestanding. It's built into the wall. So she was in the side of the tub. <laughs> And then we turned the tub on, and she shot Because <laughs> <out. laughs> <laughs> she heard the noise. It was the noise, and, yeah. and just freaked out, and just, like, shot out, big puff tail, and was like,
1: what are you people doing? So, yeah, that's my cat story for y'all. Of course, when I pictured that, knowing logically this is not what happened, I was like, oh my god, the cat came out of the faucet with the
2: water, and the <laughs> <water's-> <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. the cat did not
0: come out of the water slide. She probably would have had a heart attack right there.
2: I mean, I probably
1: would have also if I saw a cat come out of the faucet. Mm-hmm. That was a nightmare that I had for a long time because I watched some weird Animal Planet special where it was like snakes coming out of weird places. Like, like the toilet spiders photo? in your boot. Oh. Yes, yeah, so I had to like check on my shoes when I was scared to sit on the toilet. I'm, like, oh my god, there's a whole mess.
2: I still went to the bathroom. So I wasn't that going, scared. going to less scary things, I had a cat. Um, that I adopted from Morris, full of personality, and I should have known how much full of personality. So, on my uh, when I went to go, I went there, and back then you could actually go back to the cages and see the animals, and so I noticed that there was like a bunch of them all in their individual cages, and this one particular one was like up front, right against the, the you know the front of the cage. And I was always told, you always get the one that's like bright-eyed, a lot of energy, and so I told the attendant, I was like, I'll see this one, and they were like, okay. So she puts her down on the table, and she's just like sitting there, just like eyeing me over, which I thought was very funny, and she was just like very calmly, and and they said, you know, they were explaining the process of adoption and so forth, so they put the cat back in the cage, and so we're still talking about the adoption procedure. And I clearly saw the attendant latch it. Can I tell you, this cat looked at me, unlatched it, jumped out of the cage, and just started going around my ankles. And I was like, and the woman didn't even notice this, the attendant. And I was like, excuse me, I think she just got out of the cage. And they were like, oh, there you are. She picks her up, puts her back in, latches it. The cat unlatches it in front of us, and she's like, I told, and the attendant tells her, I told you to stop unlatching it. I was like, so is this not the first time? No, she unlatches it all the time. She tried to, like, somehow she, like, put, like, a <laughs> string or rope around it. It's like, oh you God. can't get it. stay in there. And I was like, well, I thought this was interesting. And so she wound up being, like, uh, being with me probably for 16 years. She was fantastic. She was wonderful. So I really believe that she picked me. And she was once giving me the once over. Definitely. And, um, I mean, she, she was just such a full of personality that I would come home from work and she'd be sitting on the edge of a table chewing gum <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was, I, so I had to keep gum out of the house or away because she just learned to chew gum and just stare at me. and she chewed gum with an open mouth, which just made it even more appalling, you know, that she had these habits. And
0: <laughs> <But she laughs> At least it wasn't tobacco.
2: It wasn't, yeah. that's right. At least it wasn't tobacco. <laughs> yeah, she had like a little spit things. jar. So she also learned how to open doors. So she actually would leap with her paw up mm-hmm. and she could open every single doorknob. It just got really disturbing. That was your own fault for having ADA accessible doorknobs. Mm-hmm. I
1: see it. I don't. Mm-hmm. okay oh my
0: god <laughs> I was like <laughs> what are you saying I was like did I get 88 wrong <laughs> I was like
2: no I'm just hilarious
0: <laughs> um <laughs> don't mind Ellie she just got the paper plate award for the best pun <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so her, the rest of her co-workers all got plates for you know their jobs but
1: <laughs> that's not Ellie's job I like to think that it's my job because it's really where I succeed the most in my career this just
0: remember year in a row just remember, Ellie is looking for a job right now, just yes. in case anyone wants to hire her. She does not want to make poverty wages anymore, so
1: although get honestly, her above twelve thousand <laughs> <laughs> Above
0: twelve thousand. Above twelve thousand one hundred
1: and thirty two. Although somebody's getting her raised because the poverty level's changing. We can't say that on a podcast. Oh, should I edit that? No.
2: I don't I know. I think I Ellie about. <laughs> I think Ellie should make more than above poverty wages i think she needs to to make a livable wage i think it would be fun if i
1: made so much that i didn't have to be on food stamps anymore that's a goal that i have for the next two
0: years of my life ellie is also a vegan a vegan on food stamps perhaps this is a
1: podcast all on its own
2: wow yeah that's a podcast all on its own that would be a youtube thing
1: like cooking with ellie and then ellie like lights something on fire in the kitchen by accident and we all laugh
0: my kid just discovered youtube videos it's really weird
1: I'm I'm here for your kids. Then. There's a like there's Maybe a child Life safe Day.
0: YouTube by the way, um, which is good because my I just give her an iPad and she's four. She should not have access to like the full range of YouTube videos in this world. But let me tell you, there are makeup tutorials for four year olds. Mm-hmm. But also, she found the thing that she's been coveting at Target every time we go on an unboxing, and now she believes that it's gonna sell out everywhere, and she's never gonna get it. Sorry, that's not pet related, but it is Dora the Explorer related. Who Dora loves has animals? A pes, yeah, right?
1: is Boots her pet or her best friend? I think
0: Boots is her best friend. I was going to say
2: I thought best friend.
0: But that's he healthy. in um Dora and in in the city because now she moved out of the jungle. She lives in the city because everyone does. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, Boots stayed in the jungle, <gasps> so I think they're only friends. And but she does have a backpack still.
1: I bet that in 20 has years a they're going to reconnect. No, she has a backpack of magical black. I back-back. know, but. There
0: I is an episode where that. they connect them back. You don't worry. I've okay. seen a lot of Dora in the city. I was concerned.
2: Yeah. Maybe. Oh, cartoons. Oh, interspecies relationships. So, back to animals. <laughs> um. Um
1: story about Dove. I think I might have told you guys this already. Who's really? Dove? Dove was my old roommate's cat. Um, Your roommate's not grumpy. necessarily
2: old, just former roommate. Yes, my former, the <laughs> former
1: house in which I lived had two cats that did not get along. Dove was the alpha cat, and she controlled the entire house, and the whole house was hers except
2: for the one place
1: that the other cat lived.
2: She may have been controlling, but she didn't pay the rent. No, no she
1: somehow managed to get me to do that. No. Oh, what a <laughs> little
0: demon. Was Dove a dove or a pigeon?
1: I don't even know what that means.
2: I mean, Uh, like, I understand she's a cat, but did you think she was more pigeon-like or more regal dove like Yeah, was she called a dove because of her coloring or because, like, bird-like qualities? I think that she felt like she was a dove.
1: Mm. And she definitely tried to be like a dove. I wouldn't say she was quite a pigeon. I think more just... I don't know enough bird species to know who, like, the sassiest bird is. Maybe, like, a woodpecker. <laughs> something it. something just that, that gets to you. <laughs>
0: I just appreciate all cats that are named other animals. Like, I knew a cat named Penguin. like That was a really that's cute. cute. That's, like, cat. a great name. And it was a black and white cat, clearly, because that's what a penguin cat
2: would be. I had a cat named Ray's Car because her purr was so loud and she ran around the room all day. That explains your email. Yeah. (laughs) And
1: now everybody can contact you.
0: Racecarcat.
1: That's not actually (laughs) aol.com.
0: So we just gave away her age.
1: Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Doug. Oh no. Yeah. So. Dove was like pretty territorial and when she wanted attention, she was gonna get attention, whether you liked it or not, or were in the house, or were asleep, or were busy. So she there was a little landing outside my room. There are four bedrooms in the house, and mine was across from one other person's, and there's a landing between our doors. And Dove would go all the way up to her door. I'm assuming, because I never witnessed it. But she would charge the door if I ever locked it with myself on the inside and her on the outside and she would scream with like anger until I opened the door. And this usually happened at two in the morning. It happened every night? Um, not every night, but it happened more nights than I necessarily would have hoped to be awakened at two in the morning by You know screaming what this
2: sounds at... like? This sounds like you didn't learn your lesson. I did. To keep the door open. Mm-hmm to let her know that you were inside somehow she knew I was inside that's
1: what she would do she wouldn't when I wasn't in the room I would leave the door unlocked for her to come and go as she pleased because she knew how to open the door she also by the time I had moved out she had learned how to open the door from the inside when she had decided mm-hmm. she was done yeah because she could get her paw in and sometimes if I wasn't responding to the yowling I would all of a sudden see like a paw come in under the door, and she'd be like, "Hey, I'm down here." And she would—this is a podcast—you can't see what I'm doing. She would wave at me from
0: under the door. My cat kitten just like sends her claws out from under the door if she gets locked in. Like, ah, why <laughs> would you let me out? I'm like, because your claws are out. Like, clearly, there's a reason you've been banished. But yeah, I'd be remiss not to mention kitten on this podcast because she'll definitely listen to it later and be like, "Um, I'm your favorite cat. Like, why?" Wasn't I mentioned?
1: kitten?
0: Oh, I think that's all. <laughs> I think I'm good with that. No, um, kitten's great. She came from City Kitties, like, just shout out to a great West Philly um cat organization. Um, I adopted her 12 years ago. Um, she's a senior cat, she does not believe that much, like, you don't believe you're a senior cat. Um,
2: oh, why is me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um but she's super cute she's a gray tortoiseshell cat and only I love that tortoiseshells are only girl cats Mm -hmm. it's like super rare that you get a boy tortoiseshell I didn't know that yeah that's
1: awesome so when kittens
0: are born like it's hard to tell who's a girl and who's a boy cat but if they're a tortoiseshell it's usually that they're a girl cat but yeah I've had kittens since she was a wee cat she was rescued by city kitties and like literally they had a pick fleas off of her and they didn't think she was gonna make it through the night. And then the next morning, they walked into the bathroom. She jumped up and attacked their leg. And yeah, that is like the definition of who my cat is. But her real name, by the way, so I call her Kitten, but her real name is Normal um, Pants the Kitten.
1: Normal with an e. Just- Normal,
0: like um. Have you ever watched Gar- Garfield and Friends? Normal is the cat. Who um is the like cutest kitten in the whole wide world? This sounds
1: like similar to dating myself. I'm too young. Yeah, I
2: was gonna say. Who's old now.
0: I'm somewhere in the middle of you two. That's correct. So this
2: sounds similar to when they name racehorses. There's a formal name. Yeah. Oh, this I call it her pedigree.
0: I call it her pedigree name. Mm.
2: Um.
0: And she only gets, like, her full pedigree name, when I'm really angry at her, but I, like, refer to her as my kitten, and we snuggle, and she sleeps on me or my youngest every night. Um, like, if she has to, she'll sleep with my husband, but that's, like, out of a begrudging, like, I must have, like, pushed her off my legs several times for some reason. I can literally move my whole body, flip my whole body without disturbing her on my body. Wow. Wait. 12 years of, you know, snuggling together, this is what happens. Yes, I I tell my kids all that. Well, first of all, my kids will tell you if you ask them who's the favorite in the house, they'll tell you it's the cat. It's
1: true. It's good that they went that early.
0: Yeah, she came before all of them, including my husband. So Mm -hmm. The other cat's certainly not the favorite. That anorexic cat, whatever. Mm -hmm. Literal eating disorder. But she's fine now. We
2: gave her cheap wet food. Do you have any last thoughts on some cat stuff? Um, I have a blind cat. I did not know she was going to be blind. <laughs> My gosh. But it's okay, you know. You know, I'm, I'm sure, you know, um, I've been told that she doesn't really see very well, but she's never known not to see any better. So to her, everybody who's, um, you know, in shadows or odd shapes, that's just the way they are. Where did you get her from? I got her from... Um, a shelter that was started by vet students um, called Cares for Pets cool. and I've got my last two cats from them and they're really good people they paid for the surgery to fix her eyes again oh cool so that was really nice but then you know um, Mochi decided that um, she was gonna mess with her eyes after that surgery <coughs> and she cut her eye with, the, with something and then cats. she wound up wearing a cone for five months and then she learned how to use it as a weapon and so she would chase me and starry our other cat um, and make sure that she clearly hit us in the head with with the edges of the cone or scrape it really slowly which either feeling is not really pleasant when you're asleep or uh, um just watching tv because here it comes <laughs> she would just come flying across the room with that thing on her head and hit you in the head so, um, If yeah. anything
0: we've learned today is that cats like to use their heads to ram anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they're tough. Yeah, no, cats are very tough. And also, I think if you learned anything from this podcast that we mostly talked about cats. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the snake. And the snake. And <laughs> my dog. Oh, yeah. And you, your dog, could, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Rocky. Yeah. Go Rocky. Mm-hmm. We'll lift you up, buddy. Um, Okay, you want to repeat your question again, because I don't remember it at this point. Yeah, I'm going to
1: take out the part about the animal thing. So, like, who do you want on your grant writing team?
2: You want to go first? I, I think I think the people that I hope that one would get on a grant writing team are detail-oriented. Um, they, they each have their own skills. I, I think that's the important thing about having a team certainly somebody could be really good as an editor, someone else might be better at like fleshing out the ideas, Um, someone else would be, uh, I hope, really skilled at doing um, evaluation and budget. So I think it's really important to, you know, it's the parts equal the whole type of situation.
0: So very interesting for me, this is the first place, this very large um, school district in the city of Philadelphia that I've worked where there are teens. I've only ever really been the lone wolf of um, grant writing, so I've only really worked I'm like with myself. Like animal
2: pun. Yeah, you
0: yeah, did, did, <laughs> <laughs> did it. Well, right. Ellie is um, influencing you, so for sure.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm very powerful. <laughs> I mean, I usually
0: worked very much alone writing um, the grant, and then it would probably get bounced to an executive director to look to make sure I'm not making any like glaring typos, which of course happens when you write in like you know that chamber by yourself. Um, I would not put a cat on my grant writing team for, like, one specific reason. My cat lays on my computer all the time because it's, like, a heat source or whatever. It's, like, oh, look at this comfy pillow. And, like, my MacBook Air is not comfortable looking, and my cat is about triple the size of this. But she still sits on it. So I would not put a cat on my team, but often cats sit with me when I write. So whatever. I guess they're kind of on my team. They're, like, reluctant cheerleaders. Um, they're, like, the kids who smoke under the bleachers who just hang around during the sports game.
2: Can I tell you my funny story? Starry. Starry always hangs out with my computer. I think Starry is an animal, just to let you all know. Yeah, so (laughs) she actually sits on the chair in front of the computer. And the first first time I noticed it, so I was working at home. And she immediately jumped on the chair. I was on the couch watching TV. And the desk is not that far from the couch. At one point, I did this. I saw something in the corner of my eye. So I did that slow head roll to see what was on the, by the computer. Story did the same sl- slow head roll and we just stared at each other. She had her paws on the keyboard and the computer was on and I was just like... So I secretly think that she is very proficient and uh, has computer, c- computer literacy skills.
1: So what I'm getting from that in response to my question is that <laughs> you shouldn't have a team, you should have a cat, and you should
2: train the cat to write your own grants. I'm not too sure really what she was doing, but it greatly disturbed me, and apparently um, I had gone over my computer time and she was doing, yeah. she was out there. Yeah. Well, I hope that you got the money. Um, I, I don't know, remember there was a lot of grants, I read a lot of grants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> And apparently so does
2: your cat. <laughs> yeah, apparently she does a lot,
0: too. Okay, well, that wraps up another episode of How to Write a Grant. If you have a question for us, as always, give us an email at howtowriteagrant at gmail.com. Uh, or you can just email racecarcat.com. <laughs> but one of those will get an answer
2: and more quickly. Yeah, just one of them. Okay, have a great day. Bye. Bye.